0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's got to say it. All right. Good morning, America. Recently covering uh, sexless marriages. This is one of my favorite topics, actually. But it's the million-dollar question that many wonder about but never ask how much sex is normal in a relationship. It may sound like a topic of discussion in one of Gary Bradshaw's columns on Sex and the City. It's true, but the phrase sexless marriage is more normal than what many might think. For Heather and Nathaniel Hawkins, it's something that they struggled with as a couple for nearly 20 years Every two to three months was about as much as we were sexually intimate, says Nathaniel. Sexless marriages are in the millions. It's an epidemic. There are many people sleeping alone, married and alone, said Dr. uh, Doug Weiss, credited with coming, with coining the term. You ready for this? This is the new term. Intimacy anorexia. He is the founder and executive director of Heart to Heart Counseling Center in Colorado Springs. Dr. Tiffany Davis-Henry was on Good Morning America, and this is what she had to say. When I look at why, the why of this, it's a three-pronged approach. So I look at the biological aspects, which could be medications, it could be physiological changes in the body, something, some sort of illness or injury that they're going through. It could be psychological, there could be depression, there could be trauma, there could be um, anxiety, a myriad of things there. But usually, and what we find in most couples, is there is some sort of relational or social aspect going on. Perhaps there's discord or a lot of conflicts or arguments, um, people being mistreated, feeling taken advantage of in relationship. And, Michael, if you don't like someone, you're not going to want to sleep with them. That is just not true. <laughs> Ever heard of the term grudge sex? I mean, I'm just telling you. It's a real thing. My producer's looking at me like, how do you know this? So, my secrets. But I'm just, you know, listen, I had a life before Jesus, okay? It wasn't a good one. But, Really? Come on now you guys. And and alcohol doesn't have to be involved. But this is an epidemic. Check this out. In 2015, the phrase sexless marriage was reportedly one of the most googled phrases about sex and marriage. According to the New York Times, 21,000 people search the term every month. 21,000 people searching that term every month. Sexless marriage. Weiss, this Dr. Weiss, who has uh, seen couples in sexless marriages like Heather and Nathaniel, confirmed that not physically connecting through sex can go on for weeks, months, and even decades. I've had couples for 20 years sleeping in the same bed and not having sex. Uh, This is Weiss who's telling Good Morning America, Heather Hawkins said, It was painful, especially because when I would talk to my friends about it, they didn't understand. This is the wife in this relationship. They were complaining about how much their husbands wanted sex. So that made me feel like maybe something's wrong with me. Now Weiss and other doctors have found something new for a lack of uh, physical intimacy in a marriage. They're calling it intimacy anorexia, a disorder where one person in a relationship actively withholds emotional, spiritual, and sexual intimacy from their spouse or partner. Uh, He goes on to say, Dr. Weiss says sexless marriages happen for several reasons. Number one, it's intimacy anorexia where it's actively withholding. Uh, He was the first person to coin the term after seeing a distinct lack of intimacy within clients' relationships during counseling sessions. Okay, now check this out. This is very important. It could be a result of depression, hormones, which is what we just heard from the other doctor. It could be even a personality disorder. But intimacy anorexia is probably the leading cause where the person is actually intensely holding, or maybe intentionally, holding intimacy and sexuality. Now, You'll also notice that Dr. Tiffany Davis-Henry said that someone feels what? Disconnected, unappreciated. There's discord in family. What does that mean? I always start, if I'm not going to start regarding hormones with regard to this sexless marriage stuff, I always start with forgiveness. You, She's right. You're not, especially with husbands and wives, you're not going to want to have sex with your spouse if there's discord if your heart is broken if you do not feel and believe that you are loved remember we've been talking about love languages how crucial it is that you understand yours so that you can then convey that to your partner and give them the opportunity to grow into the years that it takes to actively and maturely love someone without fear. Fear is the number one thing that keeps us from intimacy with our kids, our spouses, our employers, ourselves, God, other nations. I mean, God, it's so prevalent. It's pervasive, and it certainly keeps us from connecting intimately. This, and you cannot discount the power of hormones. You can't. And I'm honest about this because I'm in that phase of my life and I'm finding that even people in their 20s, especially young men, have such a testosterone deficiency that they are already taking the blue pill. Young men in their 20s are, te- are unable to not only... Uh, obtain an erection but they can't maintain one and a lot of you would blame that on porn a lot of you would go to the to the least common denominator there that it's porn everybody's everybody's oversexualized. I don't believe that I think that that has something to do with it it also has to do with disconnection from each other social constructs cultural constructs that are constantly working to divide us Within the sexes. And I mean that as in biologically, the species of men and women, okay? And keeping us disconnected. Not to, uh, certainly not to slight our diet. I mean, our diet, our way of life, there are so many things in our food that our, our teenage daughters look like they're Amazons. You know, I mean, they're grown, they're having their periods at eight years old, for God's sakes. What does that tell you? And, you know, men have more and more estrogen in their diets. You have too much estrogen, you don't have enough testosterone, you've got an issue. You have a fluid society in the making. So back to, our, back to our sexless marriages, you cannot discount your physical well-being whenever it comes to this. So please, I would encourage you to get to the bottom of what's really at the root of why if you are in a sexless partnership, why is that? Why is that happening? Because you're going to be serviced somehow, some way. Whether you're watching it visually, that need is hardwired in all of us. And you may be happy. You may love your spouse. You may feel like you're content. If that is missing, I'm telling you, it is a huge thing in your life that is missing. And you may have learned how to cope and just say, oh, well, it's okay. We're best friends. We still love each other. Just because your marriage is devoid of sex doesn't mean you can't love the person you're married to and be best friends and be partners in life and partners in crime. And, you know, you're, you still love the person. Things happen physically to people where they cannot be intimate anymore. People develop diseases. People become incapacitated and crippled. I mean, it's any number of things, right? And love has to take over. Unconditional love, agape love has to take over. But that eros never goes away in us because we're wired for it. Unforgiveness, number one reason that I find with people who reach out to me that people are not intimate any longer is unforgiveness. Um, So this is something else you can check out. Uh, At Heart to Heart, Weiss and his team of counselors work to help couples and individuals who lack intimacy in their relationships, which they believe by nature is an essential part of creating close relationships. Um, One of this Nathaniel, the partner, uh, the other half of this partnership says I was absolutely the one pulling back both sexually and emotionally and even relationally. But here's probably one reason why. The Hawkinses were on the brink of separation after Nathaniel turned to emotional and physical affairs to fulfill his own, but were able to move forward in a positive way when Heather found Dr. Weiss's practice online and learned about intimacy anorexia. Anorexia. What are anorexists? Those are people who withhold food from themselves. They starve themselves. So you're essentially starving the relationship of sexual intimacy. What did Nathaniel do? He found his needs to be met somewhere else. Some of you turn to food. You don't turn to other people. You don't turn to porn. Some of you turn to sports. Some of you turn to drinking. Some of you turn to shopping. Some of you fall madly in love with your kids and your grandkids inordinately to the point where no one can get, you know, an ounce of your time edgewise. So we're going to fill the void somehow. So I think that's, you know, that's worth, that's worth checking out. What is this heart to heart? Yeah. With the help of heart to hearts intensive program materials created by Dr. Weiss and a phone therapy group. The couple says they're now closer than ever, even though the guy said, you know, he had an affair, had multiple affairs. And apparently, you know, she was feeling unloved. I'd be very interested to know what was actually revealed during those conversations of why she felt unloved What were the tools that they were given? Because listen, folks, until you stuff your tool belts, not that one, with more tools, (laughs) with more efficient and effective tools for loving and for life, nothing's going to change. I love what the Apostle Paul says, and I'll leave you with this. Y'all need to be doing it as often as possible. Why? Because you keep the enemy of love and life and liberty out of your bedrooms the more you come together so there for all you christians who are like well jesus doesn't care about sex and we're so sex crazed Mm -mm. have y'all read the book of song of solomon (laughs) some of you need to make it a date night Okay, until next time, Monica on Air Talk on Twitter, the Monica Matthews on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher. Sign up on iTunes. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It'll come straight to your phone. You'll know the second I post something, it'll come straight to you. You don't even have to go find it. And share, share, share. MonicaMatthews.com and Monica at MonicaMatthews.com for your Dear Monica letters. All right, be good to yourselves. Be nice, starting in your own mirror. I love you. Have a good day.